Linus Allmark was named the second star of the week by the NHL on Monday, and he's been very good for quite a while here in black and gold. He's going to talk about his performance, as well as update the Atlantic Division Power Rankings here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked B. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube, so please do hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. Quick reminder that if you're on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. You can also find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Last time I checked, Twitter still working, still a thing. So please do uh, follow over there as well. I am a lifelong Bruins fan. I've been covering this team for various outlets for about 17 years. I uh, worked five years full-time as a hockey writer for The Score, and uh, I'm excited to talk Bruins hockey here with you once more today. The Bruins were off on Monday after playing back-to-back games over the weekend, both wins, of course. Instrumental in the win on Sunday was Linus Olmark, who was named the second star of the week by the NHL on Monday. He played three games last week, stopped 86 of the 90 shots he faced, posting a 9.56 save percentage and a 1.34 goals against average. So far this season, he's posted a record of 11-1 with a 1.96 goals against average, which is second in the NHL. A 9.36 save percentage, which is third among goalies who have started five or more games. And his 11 wins put him first in the NHL. And Allmark has been very good for quite some time here as a member of the Boston Bruins. He signed that $5 million contract with the Bruins last offseason. A lot of people were questioning why invest in this guy when you have Jeremy Swayman in the mix, Dan Vladar was still around, Tuka Rask was attempting to make a comeback from that hip surgery. Since December 1st of last year, let's just kick it back to November 15th, which is where we are right now. Since November 15th, Linus Allmark is among the league leaders in wins. He has 34 wins over the past calendar year. Uh, UC Saros, Sergei Bobrovsky, Jake Ottinger, Darcy Kemper, Igor Shosturkin, Andre Vasilevsky, Jacob Markstrom uh, have more wins 
when it comes to save percentage, Linus Ulmark ranks among the highest as well. Let's filter this so that we get some of these guys out who have not played uh, many games. So let's say with at least 40 starts over the past calendar year, Linus Allmark ranks third in save percentage with a mark of 924. He's played in 48 games since November 15th, 2021. His 924 save percentage is topped only by Ilya Sorokin and Igor Shesterkin, two of the very best goalies in the NHL. His goals against average of 2.24 is second only to Igor Shesterkin. Last I checked, he was pretty good. So Allmark over the past calendar year, one of the Top three goalies in the NHL in terms of save percentage. Number two in goals against average. Uh, not up there as high in terms of wins because he splits time generally with Jeremy Swayman, who of course is out of the lineup due to injury uh, right now. Keith Kincaid stepped in, played very well for the Bruins on Saturday in Buffalo. The Bruins do have a pretty tough schedule coming up. As I've been talking about, they play the Lightning a couple times, the Avalanche a couple times, the Golden Knights a couple times. There's no back-to-back -back situations in there. So theoretically, Allmark could carry a huge load here over the next few weeks. Jeremy Swayman, of course, was being counted on to spot start at the very least here, or perhaps carrying an equal load with Allmark uh, this season as he did last year. Very clear right now that Allmark is your number one option, even when Swayman is healthy. But eventually you're going to want to give him some rest in order to keep him fresh for when the games matter most. Yes, this stretch coming up is tough. It'll be some good measuring stick games for the Bruins. But nothing is won or lost, really, at the end of November and early December. You want Linus Allmark to be at his best in April, May, June, uh, for sure. So huge congratulations to Linus Allmark. A lot of people owe him an apology for getting on him early last season, questioning that deal by Don Sweeney. Uh, again, it took some time to get used to the new system, city, teammates, locker room, trainers, everything. Um, but I thought he could be a very good Bruins goalie after posting a 916 save percentage in the previous two seasons with Buffalo, who was not a very good team during those years. And uh, while I don't expect him to maintain a 936 save percentage over the course of a full regular season, it's at 924 over the past calendar year from November 15th, 2021 until today. And that is, uh, yeah, among the best in the NHL. So you have to give him full credit for his performance in black and gold. Coming up, we're going to update the Atlantic Division Power Rankings. First, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online 
is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to hockey, basketball, soccer, and esports. They've got it all at Bet Online. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to their website today. Use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast next. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, you can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Now let's update the Atlantic Division power rankings. Uh, Locked on hosts around the NHL typically had voted each week on power rankings around the NHL. This week, and last week as well, we started doing it division by division. And so you'll get an insight into how I voted this week. Spoiler alert, the Bruins number one in the Atlantic with a nine-point lead atop the standings. And their goal differential wildly above the opposition as well. Let's start at the bottom, however, where the Ottawa Senators continue to languish. You know, a lot of people were expecting them to be a lot better this season, to narrow the gap in the playoff race. They loaded up up front, adding Claude Giroux, Alex Dabrinkit. However, there were still some questions on defense in front of their goaltending tandem of Anton Forsberg and Cam Talbot. Right now, they're 5-9-1 through 15 games, 11 points, and a minus 2 goal differential. If there's one thing that's going for them, it's their underlying numbers, where their shot attempt differential and scoring chance differential at 5-on-5 rank... uh, in the top 10. So if they could crack down on the defense, they could be much improved, although it's going to be hard to get back in the playoff race at this point. Seventh in the division this week, I'm putting the Buffalo Sabres. They too had a promising outlook coming into this season. They had a decent start. However, they have lost five in a row. The only positive here is that they have the division's second best goal differential. It's only plus three. And they also have some pretty decent underlying numbers. They are sixth in the NHL when it comes to shot differential, shot attempt differential at five on five. Scoring chance differential, uh, they are also top 10 in the NHL. So they're expected goals. Um. A bit down, however. Uh, They're middle of the pack when it comes to expected goals. So the Sabres could be better, uh, but we saw the Bruins beat them down pretty good on Saturday with Keith Kincaid in net. And uh, still some growing pains to be had in Buffalo, despite some decent underlying numbers. Now, 
There's four teams tied for the third best point differential, sorry, point percentage in the Atlantic Division. Uh, 567. The Detroit Red Wings, Montreal Canadiens, Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning. How are we going to separate them? Well, I'm going to give Detroit the negative benefit of the doubt. Does that even make sense? No, not really. But I'm putting them in sixth at the moment because they have the division's worst goal differential at minus six. And their underlying numbers not very strong at all. In fact, when it comes to shot attempt differential and scoring chance differential at 5-on-5, they're something like 29th in the NHL. They've had some injury issues. Tyler Bertuzzi expected to be back tonight, I believe. They're still without Robbie Fabry, Philip Zadina. Moritz Sider's taking a bit of a step back in his sophomore slump. They're getting goaltending only from one of their pairing of Vili Husso and Alex Nedeljkovic. Um, so with all the hope of taking a step forward in Detroit this season, just not happening quite yet. In fifth place, I'm putting the Montreal Canadiens. They've won three in a row. 8-6-1 and one through 15 games. They're on the minus part of the Goal differential ledger as well at minus one. Their underlying numbers, not very encouraging either. Their shot attempt differential, five on five, 48.93, 21st in the NHL, meaning they're giving more shot attempts up than they're generating. Uh, Their top player, Nick Suzuki, I think he has like a 27% shooting percentage. So the Canadians do for some regression here coming up. So your bottom four, same as the last year. Montreal, sorry, Ottawa at the bottom, Buffalo, Detroit, Montreal in uh, fifth. When it comes to the top four, again, a couple teams with 567 point percentages. That's your Florida teams, Tampa Bay and Florida. I'm giving the Panthers the edge here because they have a plus two goal differential compared to Tampa Bay's even zero and Florida's underlying numbers among the best in the NHL. Their shot attempt differential at five on five ranks third. Their expected goals is third as well. As is their scoring chance differential five on five. They're actually third. So Florida remains an elite team when it comes to underlying numbers, not quite getting Uh, The results just yet, but um, they should still be among the best in the Atlantic for sure and in the East, if not the NHL. So I'm putting them in third over Tampa, who is 8-6-1, an even zero goal differential, uh, and their underlying number is not quite as strong. When it comes to uh, shot attempt differential, 5-on-5, Tampa comes in 14th, and they're just kind of middle of the pack at the moment, all across the board. Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm putting in second. 594 point percentage, 8-5-3 record. That's 8 wins, 
eight losses for those of you counting. They do get points for losses. That's why they're second in terms of points and point percentage. A plus one goal differential. They got some bad injury news the other day with Jake Muzzin out of the lineup for quite some time. TJ Brody out of the lineup for quite some time. Um, So they still without their top goaltenders as well, although Matt Murray, I believe, will be in the net. But you could argue Ilya Samsonov uh, is their number one guy based on early season performance. So second place, Toronto. Third place, Florida. Fourth place, Tampa. Boston Bruins, clear number one team in the Atlantic Division. Eastern Conference, heck, lead wide. They have 28 points through 16 games, a record of 14 and 2, 875 point percentage, which is number one in the NHL, plus 30 goal differential, which is number one in the NHL. In the Atlantic, the only team that comes close is Buffalo, and they're at plus three. Uh, They're tops in goals per game. They're near the top. I think, actually, they're first in goals against per game. Uh, Let's see if that is indeed true. Uh, The Bruins allowing 2.19 goals per game. That is the fewest around the NHL. Their underlying numbers also uh, pretty decent. Right now, they are 12th in the NHL in shot attempt differential. Uh, Expected goals, the Bruins are 10th in the NHL. Uh, Their PDO is a bit high at the moment, which means, again, that's adding up their shot attempt, sorry, their shooting percentage, save percentage at 5-on-5. It's 1.029. The theory is that You know, most teams will level out around an even 100. You're adding up shooting percentage, save percentage. Boston's save percentage right now, 5-on-5, is third in the NHL. So with Linus Allmark playing so well, but likely to take a dip here when it comes to overall performance. Uh, The Bruins shooting percentage right now ranks second in the NHL as well at 5-on-5, which was not at all the case this time last year. It was around bottom of the the NHL. So again, like I said yesterday, we could expect some regression coming up. Doesn't mean the Bruins bubble has burst. It's just kind of expected regression. You're not going to get a 10% shooting percentage at 5-on-5 all season long. You're not going to get 933 save percentage, 5-on-5 all season long. Bruins probably will have a few losses coming up here. It's not the end of the world. It's expected, and it's a long season. It's a sprint. I mean, a marathon, not a sprint. So do not overreact when this happens is all I'm saying. They've had a great start. Bank some points. Play well. Over the next few weeks, you know, the Bruins, there's very good reason to believe this team is legit. It's not just a good start, and they're clearly the class of the Atlantic at the moment. Going to tell a quick, great Patrice Bergeron story to wrap up the podcast here in a moment. But first, this episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. If you've thought about securing your home with home security, 
but have been putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, Locked On Bruins listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. It's their biggest offer of the year, and you don't want to miss it. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report, third year in a row. And in an emergency, their 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real. So you get prior- priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. It's their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. Simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, some good news in your feeds here this morning as there was a great moment captured Saturday in Buffalo. Uh, full credit to um, Tankrat. What's the Peter at Peter Tankrat on uh, Twitter who captured the moment that went viral? It was Patrice Bergeron catching Tage Thompson's ear and giving him a, a stick tap, saying something. A lot of people thought it was, you know, Bergeron just encouraging him, saying congrats on on breaking out, taking off. But um, it was reported in uh, Buffalo, by the Buffalo News, by Lance Lukowski, exactly what uh, was said here. And it had to do with... Sorry, Lance Lisowski. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, and it had to do with Tage Thompson's uh, wife, who underwent a procedure to remove uh, cancer from her leg, I believe. So there was this viral moment where Bergeron gave him a stick tap, greeted him at center ice, shared a few words. Um, It was Hockey Fights Cancer Night in Buffalo, and Bergeron was acquiring about Thompson's wife, Rachel, asking how she was doing after she had a cancerous mass removed from her right leg in January of 2019. Uh... Thompson said it was big. Obviously, he didn't have to say anything. He kind of went out of his way to check on her, ask how she's doing. Just kind of the guy that he is, a genuine guy who cares about other people. Uh, Bergeron got a positive update from Thompson. Uh, Thompson's wife is doing well and has been cancer-free, and she won't need a scan until the summer of 2023. Now the two share a connection beyond playing in the same division. Uh, Bergeron, when he was a 19 year old played with Tage Thompson's father, Brent in Providence. And according to the Buffalo news story, Bergeron was a frequent visitor to the family's home, played some street hockey with Tage, who was seven at the time and his brother uh, Tice. Uh, So a great story there. 
You know, it would have been a great story if even Bergeron had taken some time in the game to say, hey, Tage, congrats. Cool to see you succeeding in the NHL. But it was hockey fights, cancer night. He went out of his way to inquire about his wife. Uh, and full credit to Lance Lesowski of the Buffalo News for getting that scoop there. And um, awesome to see that Tage's wife, Rachel, is is doing well here. Uh, you know, obviously a story that hits close to home here from the McLarens. Uh, as my wife had a cancer battle almost five years ago now in fact uh coming up on five years since the end of her treatment milestone birthday coming up in march so we're heading to jamaica on uh, the all-star break this year just so happens to have worked out that way uh so very much looking forward to that anyways another reminder that patrice bergeron is indeed the best bruins will be back at practice today in advance of Thursday's game against the Philadelphia Flyers. Tomorrow on the podcast, we will answer some mailbag questions and bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.